Welcome to Ronin Radio. This is Michael Sky with Hans Komain coming to you from the south of Brazil. We're jumping into the conversation about defunding the police today, about Black Lives Matter, about uh, police brutality, and I'm very excited that there's such a big conversation going on about all of this right now. All right, we're on limited time this morning. I woke up this morning, Hans, reading uh, news articles about uh, Black Lives Matter, the uh, police issues in the States, um, the issue of, you know, they're calling, uh, people in Black Lives Matter calling for defunding the police. And uh, I mean, it's, it's a major topic. It's a very complex topic. But I'm really excited about that aspect of it, you know. Mm defunding the police not like not like okay let's just uh fire all the cops and dismantle the police force <laughs> completely and then pay for no uh, protection or police not that but i'm really really excited that we're having a really big and deep discussion about the abuses of the police forces mm-hmm. and uh you know, it's it's becoming so politicized that it's difficult to have a, a nuanced conversation about it because um, some people will take a nuanced discussion to, to mean uh, that you don't support uh, people of color and, and things like this. Well, that's that's maybe that's what I always see, and that tires me when I think of like American issues. Yes, it's always like. It's either like they they divided along the like for us or against us party lines. Yes, it's, you know, it's, and it's like you're either one hundred percent for Trump or one hundred percent against, or you're one hundred, huh? Like, like the issues are very complex, and you want to yes, and it's like so so tiring. So there's all that that's out there. My issue and what's always the most important to me is what about that lone individual human being? in the system you know so because this is a show about we're talking about men especially young men um what about those young men having the interactions with the police and let's talk about the young black men um you know i i can say for myself as someone who for a lot of my youth you know went around with a shaved head i held my head high i didn't apologize you know, in front of the cops, I didn't supplicate, I didn't, you know, whatever. I always respected myself. And for sure, if I was a black man, I would be perhaps even doubly like unapologetic and and not, you know, going to bow my head. But that would invite even more aggression from the cops than what I got. No doubt. And I think like, yes, there's uh are there racist cops prejudiced cops yes um you know there's so many issues to talk about but but i think one of the fundamental i think a lot of the issues are things that allow the culture of the american police Mm. to basically just feel like they have they are the shit no one can question them. No one can, uh, you know, like if you don't immediately submit, even I'm not even talking about physically, just like on a tone of voice or, 
immediately comply. Yes. If you dare to even stand up for your rights, which America is supposed to be about rights and yes. freedoms, that then they they feel justified and mm -hmm. validated in amplifying their aggression. That's interesting because, and it may be changing in Europe, you know, my recollection of that, an idea of police was always like more there at the service. You know? I said this probably before, but like when I think of a police, that's like, that's the guy I ask where, where to go to, you know, where's that road? And it, yeah. it's almost like in the States, you almost don't do it because you want to avoid uh, interaction with your boss or something. Yeah. Well, it, you know, there are uh, there are many great men and women who are police officers, and I think take their role. They're not in that kind of combative way, but it's a role that attracts a lot of people who are otherwise don't have a position of status or authority. Or you can and they can get it instantly, and they have a badge, and they have a gun, and they can walk around and enforce, you know, little tiny uh, laws and rules with the force of their gun. You say it attracts. I'm, you know, I'm not into these things, you know this, but you say it attracts a certain kind of people, but maybe it's a culture that, that cultivates a certain kind of behavior, you know, like the, the, the police force or America. Yeah. The, or the whole situation, the role of police in American society could cultivate a certain approach to things and a, and a manner of, of dealing with things. Or yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a huge complex issue. I mean, all of our movies about good guys and bad guys and cops and robbers and you know, we kind of glorify the, uh, the the conflicts that we have with with the police. We see these movies. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But, but what I really want to talk about is that is that individual guy. Because if I was a young uh, black man, and my advice would be, you know, what I what I hate is when I hear people say, "Just do what they say. Just obey them. Just respect anything that they say." And you won't have problems. That advice annoys the fuck out of me. Because like for a, a young man, whether of any color, one of the, you know, because one of the things you and I do on this show is we're, we're essentially advising young men how to be in the world. Yes. And one of the things I would say is respect yourself and don't let people disrespect yes. you. And I would apply that to the police as well. Like, don't, you know, don't train yourself to be a, you know, someone who just submits to authority. That is a plan to live a life of compromise, have more and more people disrespect you, uh, a life of unhappiness. And I mean, it's just a downward, uh, downward and, spiral. And contribution to the killing of others. But the problem is, if you really stand up for yourself at that level, you're going to put yourself at the risk of a lot more conflict in life and a lot more threat from yes. uh, authority figures, especially in a situation like America. Mm -hmm. And especially if you are um, a minority or a, I would say it applies. It applies very much also to the, the, uh, the poor white males who dress like thugs or dress to communicate that they don't, they are not part of the system whatsoever. They'll attract plenty of, uh, mm. plenty of attention themselves. 
but um, I'm, you know, so, but you know, yeah, one of the I'm, things I'm, that I said I did is I just got the fuck out of there. Mm. Like I used to stand up for myself constantly, standing in. I mean, it just it was like a, a magnet for conflict. And then I left, and it was like, oh, what a great solution! No kidding. But it is, you know, because I see the parallels with like lockdown and 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 wearing mask and all that, you know. Because I mean, by now there's there's enough scientific evidence either side of the debate, you know. Like you can make up your mind what you want to do, you know. And I hear someone just wear a mask, you know. Just why? Oh, and then they repeat the narration of the of the of the government or whatever they say. And so, like, uh, no, you know, you can make up your own mind. There is enough. No, no, no. It's killing. And like, I'm, I'm. It's just baffling to me that that. Yeah, it, it, I share the same kind of like. What the fuck? Well, Wake I, the I, fuck up! It's like I. I want to say we got the great Thad Crouch out there watching this right now. That what's up, brother? <laughs> that that is someone who has uh, stood up in the face of so much yeah. and so many. Is that the story yeah. of the family? You went to the wedding. What? To the no? Uh, no, 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 okay. no, no. You met Thad. He's a fellow shaved head, ah, okay, and, uh, bearded yeah, wow. warrior for conscience. Well, yes. We talked about that. Yes, I told my father that I love him. There you go. That no, was the, no, that was not, not him. Not the guy. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the chat. The guy with the chat. Uh, no, no, fuck. No. Uh, forget it about it. Okay. <laughs> I don't love my dad. <laughs> but I have this. I share the same kind of. Uh, like, don't just do what people say. I was watching a video of uh, Jordan Peterson yesterday, and uh, and he talked about the story of like, let's never forget the the Nazi story. And he says, let's never forget. And he says, what is it that we should never forget? And he says, what we should never forget is you are the Nazi. Like you are the Nazi when put in a certain context and you and you start listening to that external authority, you know, and you're not making up your own mind, yeah. you know, that that you're the Nazi. Yeah. You're so we're so easily following the herd you know and, and not, not just the following the herd but being so like morally superior yes about who the bad guys exactly. are exactly that then it justifies our nazi-like behavior it, and, and you can they do, do the controlling you can do that whether you're black or white yes. you can do that of any religion and uh but i remember yes i remember uh like the first weeks of, of uh, the coronavirus, I was very scared also, you know. And then with growing, I saw more and more scientific studies that say that question the severity and also question the, the, the lockdown measures. And I would just post them, you know, and the reactions I got from people that it was irresponsible to just put that, you know, to put the facts out there that from other scientists, that was irresponsible. Yes. And so there was a constant controlling and I had battles, you know, with... And and with people that are friends or family, and you're like, the fuck? Yes. You know? Well, you know, I, part of what I think this is, is human beings, we used to live in very small groups, yes. you know, very small groups. And it's pretty much, it's pretty easy if you have a very small group for everyone to have a voice, everyone to feel like their concerns are out there. And, and you come up with some kind of, this is how we're going to do things mm -hmm. in this little community. 
you know, but the bigger it gets and with the internet and everything, not only do you have a country with the U.S. of 300 plus million people, very diverse backgrounds, opinions, beliefs, trying to moralize everyone else, their behavior, mm -hmm. but you have, uh, it's now global with so much of the world, for example, speaking the same language, English, with so much of the world, watching the same shows, listening to the same uh, celebrities, and following the same politicians. It's now like this global community. And now, now the moralizing that might happen in a community of 150 from someone that you know, that you can talk to and explain stuff to and work stuff out with, it's now like global. Yes. And we're all trying, people who have no relationship to you or very yes. little are trying to moralize you how to do you. Well, I got a question about that. I got two questions. One, I would like to get back to that black guy and what should he do? Because I'm very interested in your response to that. Like the, the stand up. And But first, maybe, aren't we also, when we're saying listen to your inner authority and don't follow and we get angry, aren't we also moralizing? Aren't we also putting our own moral system on other people? You know? And are we just part of the battle? You understand what I mean? That I'm, that we yeah, are. Yeah, you could be. It depends your how you're going about it. Right. But not necessarily. You know, I mean. Uh, right, right. I'm, I can see where it's going. It's not as if I'm. I mean, I could be be very easily like in judgment of others judging, uh -huh. right? And being in such a way that they shouldn't do that. But that's, it's so funny that I go there, you know, because that's exactly what I do. Yes. Yes. Tell me about it. But it's, uh, now you were doing it. Yes. But <laughs> it's a, it's hugely a question of effectiveness, you know? Yes. So for example, with the Black Lives Matter movement, mm. there are some very important stands that they're making and yes. people that they're standing for, causes that they're fighting for. But if they go about it from a superior, like morally superior position. And if you're not with where, us, you're against us. Yeah, to where no one else has, uh, is allowed to have their own independent thought, mm -hmm. feeling, experience, anything. Um, they'll get more, to a certain extent, they'll persuade a certain amount of people to go along with them and conform their behavior and submit. Just like the just like the just like the police officer, who's uh, being very authoritarian, yes. will get a certain percentage of people to to bow down and submit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they're also going to just like the police do, they're going to escalate the conflict against them yes. um, from that from that approach. Yes, and you which, put just to link this to yesterday's conversation. <clears throat> this is the positionary. Yes place that they're coming from as opposed to the stand I draw a distinction okay but what you're doing now is like yes and it seems to me that this is just a group dynamic it's the dynamic of a group no matter what group whether it's the police or it's a, a nation or it's an anti uh, uh, whatever or black lives matter group it's the dynamic of the group and what you're doing you also is me is contributing to that by saying they, they, as if there is one group movement there, you know? And so I think that's, that's, it's much more a group dynamic instead of criticizing, say, the, 
the Black Lives Matter movement because it is not distinguishing and it's, I, I see a, a real dynamic of a group of any group. And so what really matters to me is on the individual level, what to do. And so maybe well, back to the... Well, just as, yeah, just to address that point is, yeah, this, uh, this happens in, in divorces. This happens between countries going to war. This is very much a human dynamic. Mm. It's, um, um, but of course, what's playing out in the big uh, news and the culture wars and everything right now is the, is the Black Lives Matter movement. So uh -huh. that's why I'm addressing that. I'm not pointing yes. it. I'm not saying that's just a feature of, of them at all. It's, it is a very human feature. Um, so yes, what does the, 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 the solitary, the, the black dude in the system, what does he do? Because I think you got some good solutions for it. Well, I don't know. I'm hoping. <laughs> Otherwise, we're a bit, you know, people are on the edge of their seat. <laughs> You're asking me, a white guy, what should a black guy do? Come on, man. How racist can you get? Black Lives Matter. I just discovered you are a white supremacist. That's right. You are a white supremacist. If you're not so, with me, you're against me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm white, so I must be a supremacist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. What is it? Oh. You know, I'm not going to speak to what should a black guy do, but the individual guy, when he's confronting the police, mm. I don't I don't have the what should he do, but I know that uh, if you stand up and hold your head high, which... For me, I mean, partly my personality, but yeah, if, if, because I think, I think what's at risk, like we were talking about before, is if he becomes trained to be submissive and to not stand up for himself yes. and his people and his values in those conflicts, that's a grave risk. That's how he becomes the, the prison guard in the, in the yes. Nazi uh, camp, right? Um, so you got to stand up for yourself. You have to stand up for yourself. I'm not sure. But stand up for yourself doesn't need to look the way that I did it or the way uh -huh. that some people do it. You know, um, <laughs> there are ways to respectfully stand up for yourself or to maybe, for example, you could let the cop run his egotistical yes. show and then you bring it back to, uh, to the have some kind of recourse or film it or whatever, and then still stand for a change being made. Right. There's all kinds of different ways of standing up for yourself. But for me personally, I feel so much better that I just left. And, and, and that's something about our current world today is probably never before has it been so easy mm -hmm. to go and start a new life somewhere else. Yes. You know, And if, and, and th I think this is a really big deal because I think a lot of, especially Americans feel like, well, if I leave, I'm, a, I'm, a, uh, I'm betraying my people. I'm not a patriot. I'm a quitter. There's all these judgments on leaving, but sometimes that can be the most, uh, peaceful and yeah. beautiful thing and thing that causes the most change. Imagine that, and there's an idea in like uh, as soon as I'm liber say something, li you're like no, 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 libertarian circles that that in the future governments become like a it becomes like a comp 
they compete for people right. to actually well, come great. and pay them taxes. Uh -huh. So if you have a, a, a government that's really authoritarian and abusive, everyone's wow. going to be like, F you, we're out of here. You choose your chiefs. It, like going back five minutes, it is interesting that I asked you what should that black, by, black guy do being arrested by the cops, you know, and you went to say, you got to leave. <laughs> that might be misconstrued, you know. Maybe he can't leave in that moment. <laughs> He's a, You know, you stop by the cops, leaving, ah, I'm out of here, <laughs> out of the country to Mexico. No, that but was, uh, that was your joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to say something else, but yeah, it's for for the dumb line. It's gone. It's gone. Um, mm. So your thought left since the moment of uh, yeah, and, and, and I was gonna bring it, and and you saw it coming, and you were like, no, 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 So, oh, it's the same thing with your parents. You know, you could be there and, and be in conflict with your parents. Yes. And like, and like say, and try to solve that as an uh, adolescent and, and go through that and from within trying to solve it. And, uh, yeah, in terms of like relationships and, 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 and life going forward, I always advise also go away, you know, get underneath the, The wings of your parents is the best thing you can do for you, for them, for your relationship. Yes. You go and you come back, you know, then yes. you know. Yes. You don't stay within the system trying to make it work because it's, it's not working. Yeah. Especially, you know, if, if there's a situation where there's, there's someone or a group or an entity with, with really deep entrenched power mm. over you. And when you are a teenager in your parents' house mm. and you have really authoritarian parents and all that, it can really be that situation you're going to have very limited ability to change anything, mm. you know, through whining, complaining, negotiating, whatever. But if you leave, yes, you establish your own freedom, autonomy, and authority, then you can come back and as equals on an equal playing field, you can negotiate. Yes. But uh, what, what a lot of us try to do, and, and, you know, because this is a show about men also, like men in relationship with a woman will try to negotiate from being in the mm -hmm. midst of the judgment and the conflict. And it typically just makes things worse. And once I can eventually submit and give in, but it's not going to be a, a great relationship. Like in every great seduction, you know, leave and come back is always better than to stay. It's like, a, it's like sex, you know, if you just stay, it's not working. You gotta leave and come back. You gotta go in and out, in and out. <laughs> If you want to save your your family, leave and come back. If you want to save your country, you know, and the love for it, leave and come back. Maybe. What if? What if? Something to think about. Make America great again. Leave <laughs> and come back. <laughs>